Lo que pasó, pasó. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot the rest of the words. So. Let me out. <laughs> Welcome to a tattoo bar. There's bar, there's two bar, and then there's the tattoo bar where we take an item, mash it up with another item, throw it over the cliff, just enough where we can pull back on the rope, pull them back up, and laugh at it when we go to drink beers. My name is Dietrich. <laughs> I am here with the lovely Athena. Hello. And the handsome Taj. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Como estas? Muy bien. Today we are talking about taking artists. Uh, of a certain genre and turning them into a musical and what would that musical actually look like and in this situation i took reggaeton and i like yeah, it uh, yeah the first thing you heard was like huh? <laughs> it's reggaeton but it, it, you can call it reggaeton it's reggae and tone on the end but it's reggaeton roll the r's yeah i, I like your r roll there you yeah know. there you go yeah and my artist that I chose that I think would be a, a hell of a musical for. Actually, it's not just known for music, but it's also been a couple of popular movies that you might know of or not know of. So I'm talking about William Omar Landron Rivera. Okay. Uh, otherwise known in the world as Don Omar. Don, Don Omar? No, yeah. Don Omar is, is a reggaeton artist. Okay. Um, he's been around from like, now I'm not going to say from the start of reggaeton, but he's definitely one of the powerhouses in it. But for the English side of people who may not know, just recognize him by the name. He's also one of the uh, cast members of the Fast and Furious series. You know how you have the two Latin members that are part of the crew that steal the cars? He's yeah. The one with the short hair that's always talking the mess. Okay. <laughs> and the one with the long hair is Teco Cagrion. Both of them are reggaeton artists. Okay. Um, okay. And both of them are pioneers and founders and such. But Don Omar is the one that I wanted to talk about, um, basically because I like his life story. But in this situation, um, what I was going to do is, instead of it being a traditional musical, like telling the story of um, one person and then the struggles or anything like that, basically, Don Omar is, put it like this. He is starting his own Latin reggaeton version of America next, uh, what do you call it? America Got Talent. Gotcha. Or American huh? Idol. Or The Voice. Yeah, or... so it would be uh, reggaeton <laughs> idol. And so, gotcha. Um, and in the midst of doing so, it will follow his his uh, plan in order to put that together and, and try to get reggaeton artists from all over the world to come together and, and like unsigned artists. So he can find the one artist that's going to come in and, like, wreck shop in the game. So, um, yeah, it starts out with him in Puerto Rico, which is where he's from. And he said he's talking with some guys, and he just released a song. Um, was, like, he's got a number one hit in uh, Danza Cordulo. And for those who don't know, that's one of the, one of the tracks that's in the Fast and Furious song. 
Ja, det passar okay. här då. Så jag tycker att det är en god grå. Så du kanske har hört en sång som är spelad i den midst av en movie. Och jag säger att det är vad det kommer från. Det kommer från honom. So now he's talking about taking a step back from being in front of the, uh, the limelight and, and wants to be a producer and wants to like help kids get in they get in their world. So what he does is he opens up tryouts in Puerto Rico and there's a young kid coming up who wants to be just like Don Omar. And so he learns all of Don Omar's song and it follows the kid basically going through the ranks of trying to get to the audition in order to audition for Don Omar so he can come out and be like next um reggaeton idol situation. Gotcha. So I like kid, every every time he comes up to sing, he's singing a Don Omar song. And that's that's what's getting him in. So like he's singing uh Don Omar has a song called Taboo, which is a popular song. He's got a song called El uh Angelito This is like Angel translation, right? Gotcha. So that he's got uh, Dale Don Dale, which basically these are all songs that that he's come out with and, and basically show like he's got a hard exterior, but he knows how to party too. And like kind of brings everything together and he's very socially aware. And this kid is like so like en- enveloped, like engulfed into Don Omar's world. And then he winds up winning the competition getting next to Don Omar and they wound up writing a song together. They come in oh. out on top. Okay. So some of the other songs that he sings is Virtual Diva. Um, you know, he did that with like, uh, forgot who, no, that was a song by himself. He's also collaborated with Daddy Yankee. Uh, Salio the Soul was like one of those, one of those heart touching songs. <laughs> right. And I know it's, it's hard for me to talk about like, Let me put it this way. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I don't <laughs> right. speak Puerto Rican. But like the beat and the music and the way that it like engulfs your feeling and makes you want to dance and move, like that's what I really got caught up in. And so I felt like this was like the perfect way to do it. And like he is like literally all over the place when it comes to like stardom and it's strictly an international style, like international star for real, for real. So i thought he would be a perfect person to pull that together okay i like it i like it and i like the, the premise of it because it, it leaves it open for further and stuff for sure like musical wise but yeah yeah i like that a lot so cool cool all right so do you who do you want to go next athena uh, if you want you can i can go either way Uh, I'll I'll go. My, mine is as as long as the other it's as long as the other ones. I apologize about that. So, but all right. It, all right, I got some details there. Okay, so um, I picked uh, Daddy Yankee, or I like the way you said it. I didn't know that's how you pronounced it with a with an accent on it. Yeah. So. Daddy Yankee, <laughs> Daddy Yankee. Okay, um, so the musical. So I base it off of the album, and uh, I give the musical the same title, uh, which, is, which is uh, Barro uh, Finindo, which is uh, Elegant Neighborhood, basically mm-hmm. what stands for. Um, so the overall arching story is kind of 
Well, I get I can go through the the whole story, but I can give you what kind of the breakdown of it is if you want. But um, all right, so the it, the story starts with our main character, and his name is King. Okay, uh, and uh, King is playing basketball and flirting with the audience, and the song that he's singing is uh, King Daddy. Okay, which is that's the the actual title for the song. Um, and so, cause in that song he has, um, which I have, oh yeah, I have it here. Sorry. Skip the page. Sorry. So yeah, in it, he, um, he talks about, um, he, he talks about Mambo and, um, kind of a gangster. Like he talks about basketball in there. That's why I picked that one. Anyways, um, after the game, uh, he's about to go home with his, uh, jealous girlfriend, Isabel. Um, uh, so or Isabella, so I should, because I had it spelled out all the way, uh, when he gets a phone call about his mom, uh, Lola, uh, who just passed away. Okay. So uh, <laughs> that's about the only sad part in here, Athena. So they're not all like the other Okay. <laughs> uh, so he leaves the city and goes uh, for uh, the Bro of Finita. He goes to the elegant uh, neighborhood, right? Um so, and while he's doing that, he's thinking of his mom and, uh, he sings, uh, no me, no me de solo. Okay. Which is, uh, this kind of, this lovely song about, um, uh, about his mom. So, because it's like, uh, it's about don't leave me alone and how he uh, longs for the past. It kind of for his mom's, mom's love and uh, some of the ly- translated lyrics. So I'm not sure if I have them right, but like, because I'm still a child uh, when I'm in your arms and um, it, it has a lyrics, turn the clock back now to relive those moments. So he's t- thinking about the past. And so um, that was the, the best, best place I could find for that song. And so he's distracted um, that he uh, runs out of gas. But, so like he's almost to the town, but he runs out of gas. And then uh, what happens is uh, Savannah, uh, she stops and helps him, um, and uh, they kind of feel this uh, spark together. And so he, uh, it's kind of an abbreviated uh, musical of, of Gasolina with um, Like You. Okay, so it, it kind of, you know how with musicals you'll have the undertone song, uh, but you'll hear snippets of it throughout the whole musical. So that's where the, the Gasolina is the overall arching song, um, but it kind of leads into uh, Like You. Um, so, so they're getting to know, okay, when getting to the town, uh, King meets up with the man that was living with his mom because his mom was living with some other, and they're not his father, you know, she had moved on type of thing. And, um, the man he meets up is singing, uh, Del Caliente. So, um, Mm. which is, uh, I apologize if I... I know a little bit of Spanish, but not enough to get in trouble. Um, so it's kind of this, um, uh, it's kind of like uh, about a, a player with six roll in the windows about music. And so um, one of the things is like uh, your rumba crashes to, to burn your skin. So it's about this music that's making um, people do stuff, right? So, um, where did I go from there? Okay, so find, uh, King finds it weird. He thinks that the that the music is controlling the women. He kind of thinks it's like, eh. but he 
leaves and runs into Savannah again. And um, when uh, unhappy with his life situation, King sings um, to Principil, Prince, Principil, okay, which is, um, sorry, just about there. Uh, it's your prince. So he's uh, like convinced, he's uh, confessing love uh, to her. And, you know, it has like, I'm looking far away to tell you what I feel for you. So he's, he's trying to confess his love to, to Savannah, which is kind of, you know, kind of sudden, but, you know, they had a spark. Um, but before, before Savannah can reply, Isabella followed him all the way there, right? So she shows up and she, uh, sings uh, Lo que paso paso Lo que paso paso <laughs> Inquel tuyo Lo que paso paso <laughs> Right? And so um, it, it's uh, translated it's what happened between you and me is past and so it's, uh, it's about a past love wanting him and only him and so um, it has uh, you know, one of the lines in there is like put the pressure on like she's trying to tell him how much you know she wants him and only him type of thing so um so but king replies with uh que vas forse me or porque maybe i got that wrong hang on which is which one is that one that one is not that one uh, that one, almost there. The animation, exactly. Um, why do I not have that one written down? I know I have it written down somewhere, but anyways, um, he replies with that. Um, and so Isabella ends up running off, so it's kind of like a I think it was kind of like a breakup song, but um, so King meets up with Savannah. Uh, but she still won't reply. Uh, she, she will not um, talk to him, right? So, uh, and so, talk to him. So he sings uh, Caliente. Uh, no, Caneteme. Uh, Caneteme. Sorry. Caneteme. Okay. Yeah. And so um, that's. Sorry. I should have had this laid out better. So it's uh, the song is called "Tell Me," and so the the man is asking for the woman to talk to him. So, um, and he, you know, he says, "No one loves you the the way I do." So he he's trying to get her to talk to her, and so Savannah confesses that uh, she loves him, but she can't leave the town. And you kind of come to find out she she says that all the women there are, um, and this is where I didn't quite nail this down, but. Um, all the women there are controlled by music, and there is a wall that stops them from leaving. Okay, and mm -hmm. so to, together they sing El Murg M U R G So, um, which that one? Okay. Which is called the Wall, and so uh, in it, it has a line saying uh, "Pillage against the Wall." So it's about them trying to to get uh, through the wall. So. King confronts uh, Savannah's father, um, and so uh, he was the best friend of the mom's boyfriend. Is kind of how it had that laid out, um, and so they uh, they sing uh, "Scientifico tus escapuleros," 
which is, um, and so it's the, was it the something about escaping? Uh, purify your the scruple, scruples, I guess is what it is. So it's a man-to-man, and it's a, kind of like a song about how you should respect me type of thing. Um, so it has like... Uh, get playing your balls? Huh? Clean your balls? <laughs> Clean my what? <laughs> Scruples. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know werewolves. Is, okay, but that's that's another situation. Okay. Yeah, that's another thing. I was like, what? It's a respect thing. Okay, got it. It's a respect thing. Yeah. So, uh, so, so he kind of the way I have it work is that um that he defeats him, uh, meaning that he can now leave with Savannah. And so him and King and Savannah leave, uh, are able to leave the, the town. And of course, they leave singing uh, Gasolina. Um, and so. Uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, Savannah feels free, uh, but, you know, she's still not sure, like, if she's still being controlled by music or whether she's truly free. And then on a side note, I never said what happened to Isabella, so I don't know whether to put the twist in there where, like, she's now trapped in the town type of thing. Because basically what I was going for was kind of like this rigatone is a lot – is some of the themes is a lot about music and women, you know, kind of like how rap is. But then I thought it would be interesting to play with the concept of, like, uh, doing a Stepford Wives but having it where the music is controlling the women in Stepford Wives. So that's why I was going for like a musical Stepford Wives with, with reggaeton. So. I was thinking of Stepford Wives the whole time you were talking. I was like, man, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> Very controlling of the women. <laughs> right. Yeah. You did a good so, job with that. did a good job with that. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Wow. But, but yeah, that's, that's how, does that work? <laughs> that works. Yeah. I mean, how how many sci-fi musicals are there? I'm just saying, you know. Um, True. <laughs> True. So, I mean, that's what makes Hamilton so great, right? It's rap and history, you know. This would be reggaeton and sci-fi, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. So. But what do you got, Athena? Uh, so for mine, I don't know Spanish. And so this was a struggle. And uh, I spent a good amount of time just trying to find something I could understand. And uh, I came across Nina Sky, which I didn't know, sang the song Move Your Body, which was their their first single <laughs> and I had remember hearing that and so I looked into them and thankfully they sing the majority of their stuff in English so okay. it's to, uh, to follow it along but their um, their group name Nina Sky actually comes from the first two syllables of each of their names because it's Nicole and Natalie and so that's okay. the Nina and then the Sky is what they um, they picked to represent independent twins so it's them and their independent twins. That's their group name meaning. Um, and then I I didn't realize that what we've been doing is called ju- jukebox musical. So it's not like a it's it's somebody else's music that's popular being used to tell a different story. It's not necessarily a uh-huh. 
Okay. Biological, like, kind of thing. It's, yeah. Right. But it's, uh, these have been fun. And so with the, with Nina Sky, um, I have the title of the musical I made using their music, um, as lessons learned at music camp. And it follows, it's a story of two girls who want to become professional singers. Okay. And the only thing that they've performed on in the past is kids bop type music. So they, they're young adults, like older teenagers. Um, they go off to this camp thinking that it's going to be the wholesome type, clean style songs. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> when they get there, they learn that uh, it's reggaeton music. And so one of the girls is kind of about it, a change. And, and the other one is trying to stick to the wholesome side of what she's already known. And uh, when they when they first get there, one of the girls kind of immediately realizes that there's adorable boys at this camp. And uh, kind of instantly starts one of those summer camp relationships right off the bat and so the opening song i have is move your body which is the girl's first single um which reached number four on the billboard (laughs) yeah and the song is all it's about yeah as he's singing it's kind of it's dirty (laughs) in the sense that it's about moving your body in in um in a way that attracts the opposite sex. <laughs> it's about dancing. It's about dancing. Yeah. And, and, and move your body and, and you know, you wind to the music, slow wind, wind to the beat. And it's, it's halfway reggaeton, halfway uh, Jamaican vibes is, is mixed up in there as well. So, Right. Yeah. It, when, plus with the, the cultural difference, like, you know, dancing and, you know, adult things are, you know, more closely related in in Latin culture than in other cultures, I, I guess yeah. is one way to. And they, that, right? they were born in Puerto Rico, but they were raised in New Jersey, and so they have like their Puerto Rican roots, but they also, I guess, have the. That's why they sing it in English more than Spanish because that's what they've known. Yeah. Um, but so the the. Because I've been doing all of mine this way, the other songs that kind of go with that awakening of other kinds of what this music's going to be versus kids' bop style um, is play the song. And then Turning Me On is the song that really starts <laughs> them singing about lustful <laughs> feelings towards guys on the dance floor. <laughs> and so um, this is not my typical kind of thing. And wow. because I was so limited in what I could understand, I had to make it a little more dirty than I normally would. <laughs> um, I mean, but so, not necessarily. I mean, there's dirty dancing, and that wasn't, you know, you know, don't have to make it that dirty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it, not yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's still okay. <laughs> some, gotcha. of the, some of the lyrics are questionable in the situation, but it's it's really based on, on what's being presented. Like, Move Your Body was really about dancing, not trying to, like, smash somebody. It was more so about, <laughs> about dancing and, and having somebody that you, like, pull up on you and, and y'all start to vibe up with each other, so. Right. right. Yeah, a couple of other songs I can't speak for, but I, I, you know, that was that. Trying to be in a dirty type situation, so yeah, yeah. 
um, the next song I picked is Champion Lover, which is like super strong feelings for someone, like comparing it to a drug and how that person is a winner. And it's how they feel that make that the other, the girl feel is this when she's with this guy, he's her champion lover, her drug. <laughs> um, and then I have Temperature Rising, which is another dancing kind of a body craving the other person sort of song. Um, and loving you and hollaback, which is a, is a major dance song. And it's all about like a girl's night. They left their men at home and they're dancing for other men, but it's strictly just the dancing. They're not trying to get any more out of anything, but just a good dance. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so she has this crush on this guy and their relationship has just instantly begun kind of like, I don't know if either of you have ever gone to camp, but there really oh. are, especially if you're at a boy girl camp, you can have oh. like that summer, that <laughs> no, summer love, but it doesn't last more than the summer. Usually yeah, one time at band camp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know about that. Good. Okay, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um, so, um, the next, you know, kind of subject is, um, she starts noticing that he's acting differently. And so she goes and talks to the other girl that she came to camp with, who's a little more there for the camp and not there for the boys. Um, and so some of the songs that talk about what she's feeling and thinks is going on is, uh, one of them is your time. Um, and, and it's just kind of a, generic talking about guys song and then there's um one kiss which is about being together and if it's love or if it's just be enjoying being together um and then they they there's in a dream where she's just dreaming about wanting to be with him and having his time and not him just kind of doing the routine and then running off to do other stuff and she's not sure what that other stuff is. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so they're, they're discussing it further. Um, and they're not sure if he's been faithful. Um, there's a song, let it go where she realizes that she's not his only one. And so she's going to let him go. Kind of self-explanatory title there. Right. Um, and then they, she starts like, wanting to get more involved in the camp and the songs and all of that and not so much in the boys. And so some of her farewell type feelings to him, I have um, described in four songs, which is heartbeat, you deserve goodbye. And I know, and they all kind of talk about cheating, which I didn't realize that seems to be the gist of the majority of Nina Sky songs are all about cheating. <laughs> I was like, I'm just surprised at how many of their songs talked about that. Um, and so now she's focused on the camp. She's doing her camp type, like learning about the, the music and, and, um, she finds herself occasionally thinking about him. And then this is where my musical gets incredibly sad, but I have there being an announcement one morning saying that he and another girl passed away at some accident that happened at the waterfront. <laughs> okay. Well, there's almost always, in, if you think about camp type movies, something horrible that happens. You could have had poison ivy, but okay. No, 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 no. He's he's gone, and so the <laughs> <laughs> the last two songs I have are "Surely Missed" and "Run Away," and those ones kind of talk more 
deep into like feelings and longing and missing somebody and uh, especially run away, which is all about like actually running away from your problems and running to reset everything and take a big break from all the drama that can happen in life. Gotcha. And so I, uh, I leave them, I have it closing on that. So the like emotional message is that things get bad. Not everything can be good. And some stuff takes days, weeks, even years to get over. And you kind of have to live through that to move on eventually. And that's my musical. (laughs) And then it ends with her being picked up by her parents. And then they're like, so how was camp? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody has to know all that horrible (laughs) other things. Their parents don't need to know anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And then one year later, Jason comes out of the lake. No, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but so this is I like a this. hard topic for me this genre I mean not knowing any Spanish at all made it a lot harder <laughs> yeah yeah no no for sure it, it, that was the majority of my research was Rigaton and that was the one I tackled first once yeah. I had that one down I knew I could do the others <laughs> the, the music though really is nice like it is kind of gets you moving and it's it's good music to listen to. Just some yeah. of the messages in the songs are a little risque. <laughs> some of them are. Yeah, I actually left. I had a sheet um, in my notepad that I had written out like the English translations, and I left it. Uh, oh. So kind of playing it by ear in that situation, but I knew what songs we were talking about. But I just wanted to get away from the norm. Like, of course, you think rock. Of course, you think country. Of course, you, well, not of course you think country, but country was a, a good thought that came to mind. Uh, rap was the first thing that came to mind, but I wanted to get away from that. Right. Exactly. No, I like I like the, the challenge, and I was gonna admit that I had originally thought because when I first heard about rigatone, it was like 15 years ago in California, and I thought. At that time, and it may have changed, but I thought at that time, rigatone was one of those uh, music styles that was judged by the number of beats per second. You know, uh, it, no. it, and but you know, I guess I'm not sure if it was caught in that, and then it eventually changed or or what. But I thought it was like one of those that was like 139 beats per second type of song, and if you weren't that, you weren't rigatone. Right. No, that's. Um, I mean, you're talking about like house music, like EDM, like stuff like that in that genre, low style type of genres. This uh-huh. one is more about the hitch beat. So okay. when when you hear a style come on, it's more so. That's yeah. more of the, the basic rhythm of regular tone because it's, gotcha. it's always got that hitch in there, you know, saying between the two and the four and um a lot of electronics, a lot of a lot of like uh, natural sounds involved as well, but but for the most part, it's about that hitch. Um, gotcha. If it doesn't have that hitch in the beat, then it could be something of another type of situation. But the hitch usually goes along with it. Okay, that makes sense. So okay, so and I was gonna, kind of surprised you didn't do uh, Shakira. So I, I know I thought about doing Shakira. Shakira <laughs> to me is not necessarily like a source of reggaeton. Okay, like she, she definitely is is Latin Latin influence, Latin flavor. Um, but I don't I don't when I think of reggaeton, I don't think of Shakira. I think of 
uh, Tego Calderon, I think of Daddy Yankee, I think of uh, Don Omar, I think of Asuna, I think of there's a bunch of different artists out here that that you know you could fit in that category, right? Even though they kind of span out, but for the most part, those are the main guys I was thinking about when it came to this type of genre. And I'm glad you brought in Nina Sky. Um, definitely, that was that was a good switch up, a good twist because there's not too many females anymore. Yeah. Head. So it's yeah. definitely male driven, and I'm glad you brought up Daddy Yankee because out of everybody, he's probably the most popular uh, of of the bunch that came within that time frame because it's like about four or five of them came in together, right? Kind of ran with it. So yeah, and I almost did. Uh, I almost did. Uh, what was it? Ivory Queen. Yes. Yeah. Ivory Queen. Yes, she's definitely yeah. definitely a part of that that movement, and and is one of those that. Um, very strong voice, very, very easily recognizable. And we were talking about the dancing and, and doing all kind of crazy stuff. That's, that's, I hit around that bunch, but. And that's why kind of, that's what got me. That's why the lyrics for Daddy Yankee with the concept of Ivory Queen is kind of what, what made my story work together because she, I mean, she's very much like female empowerment, but she's also very much like the music you know, <laughs> does stuff. And so, I mean, and she's kind of, kind of on the cougar side, but yeah. So, <laughs> so, but that's why I was like, okay. So that, that once I got a feel of both sides of it, I was like, you could do a musical kind of like Stepford wives of rigaton. So yeah, exactly. you do that. And there's also, uh, well, other artists that are kind of touching into that, that genre, like, uh, Amara La Negra. She's very popular right now. She's on a, one of the love and hip hop shows um, that comes up on a reality show. But, you know, she's definitely made her way or lane in that type of situation as well. So I think all, all the genres that we picked were like great genres. Like I didn't think about comedy at first. That would kind of throw me for a sidebar. Um, you know, country is definitely one that could easily be made into a musical and like would kill going right. across, especially if you have the right artist or the right setup. That's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can sure. see that being on Broadway. For real, for real. For real, for real. Yep. Okay. So, uh, any closing thoughts? So, this um, was fun, even though challenging. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. true. Yeah. So, so, okay. so, so, that means next time we're going to do uh, Japanese bands? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> K-pop. Let's get it. K-pop. Let's get the K-pop. I'm down. <laughs> So, I mean, it, most of those have English words like sprinkled in with you know yeah, Japanese words. They don't have a, 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 a like they don't have a ordinary language or translation for it. So they will use the English word in order yeah. to put it in place of. Hmm. Yeah, because that's why they say like because uh, I took Japanese for a couple of years, and they were like, if you want to learn Japanese, listen to the music because. It just kind of like French. They break. They're they're not like English, where we'll drag out the word. We'll they'll pronounce it correctly when they sing. Like they anything that's uh, you know a Japanese word or like a French word, they normally pronounce it correctly. You know, they don't like draw it out or or anything. So, <laughs> so cool. yeah, yeah, that works. That works. Uh. So, <laughs> all right, so. All right. Any uh, any other thoughts? 
And then can we... No? We're good? Okay. Well, this has been a tad too far. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website, tadtoofar.com. C-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. We are part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network, and so please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Um, bye. Bye. Lo que pasó, pasó. Uh, <laughs>